turn with me to Philippians chapter 4, verses 15 to 19. Philippians chapter 4, verses 15 to 19. Let's see whether Paul is able to get that on screen. Good. Philippians chapter 4, verse 15. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica, you send aid once again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And verse 19 says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. This evening, I just want to focus a little bit on verse 19. Scripture says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Paul is saying that at the end of his life, he was in fact writing some of these books as he was in prison. He was about to complete his long journey that he had on this earth. And he was telling the church in Philippi, saying that, you have blessed me, you have supported me in my ministry. You have sent me gifts. Not that I was waiting for gifts, but then you had a part in this ministry. You were supporting me. Even when people were not supporting me, you were sending support to me. You met all my needs. But now, God will meet your needs. And as a man of God, he ran such a great life on this earth for the glory of God. And when he is at the end of his life, he is looking at the church in Philippi, the church who supported, who stood with him in his ministry, and he is telling them, you have supported me little things, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You know, that's the beauty of giving to God. When we give to God, you know, we may not be able to give, uh, give to God. We, cannot, we can never outgive God. We can give a little bit to God's kingdom in, from what he has given us. When we give little to God, God blesses. And the way God blesses, as scripture says in verse 19, and my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Paul is telling a couple of things here which are very important, which are very significant. Especially two things he is talking about. He's saying that God is going to bless you according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. So today evening I just want to talk a little bit about the riches in glory and how do we get those blessings from those riches by Christ Jesus in our lives. You know, in the student's commentary, 
on the Holy Scriptures, George William, he says, my God, he splits that in this, with the scripture into different segments. And he says, my God. And he says, it's the name of the banker. My God is the banker and shall supply. That means the promise to pay. My God, the banker, shall supply. He is making a promise by giving you a check. He is making a promise by giving you a check. And what kind of check is? All your need. He is promising you by giving you a check and saying that he will supply all your need. That basically talks about the value of the check. It is more than enough to meet all our needs. And how? According to his riches in according to his riches. And how he is going to supply? He is going to supply from his riches in heaven, in glory. That talks about the capital of the bank. That talks about the capital of the bank. And from where? Where is the address? Where is the bank? The address of the bank? In glory. The address is in heaven. So our God is going to supply all our needs according to his riches. That's the capital of the bank. And the bank is in glory. And he's going to take from that bank, which he has in glory in the heavens, and he's going to give us by whom? By Christ Jesus. That simply means the check that God is giving you is signed by whom? Signed by Jesus. That's what, you know, uh, uh, Williams, George Williams puts in his commentary. So today we are just going to talk a little bit about the riches in glory. The blessing that Paul is talking about here is in fact initiated by giving to God. He says, you have given to me, you have supported me in this ministry. And that's how the blessing got initiated. You know, any blessing that comes from God is initiated by our giving. Scripture talks about that multiple times. When we give it to God, God takes that as a seed and that seed multiplies in our lives. That's how the blessing was initiated. And the blessing was owned by whom? By God himself. It is his bank. He wants the blessings. And it is given by whom? Given by Jesus Christ. You know, that's how it goes. It was initiated by our giving. And God takes it from his riches. And he is giving, his, giving it back to us through Christ Jesus. The source is God himself. The source is God himself. What are those riches in glory? What are those riches? You know, the original Greek term which is used here is from is Strong's G4149. That means, it's a Greek term, Plutos is the exact term which is used to refer to the riches in glory. Plutos, which simply means fullness, abundance, plentiful. Literally, it is used to refer the material wealth and prosperity. You know, I'm sure, some, you know, sometimes we feel that God, no, God is, Paul is not talking about the material blessing. He's talking about the spiritual blessing when he says, according to his riches in glory. But you know what? I read that multiple times. As I read the scriptures, one thing I'm able to understand is, Paul is mentioning about how the church gave it to God. And he's immediately telling that you have given to God and now God is going to bless you. I believe it, God is talking about, Paul is talking about the material blessing, the wealth and prosperity in verse 19 of Philippians chapter 4. What are those riches of glory? The infinite fullness in the heavenly sphere. 
the infinite fullness of God in the heavenly realm. You know, today, sometimes we don't receive blessings from God because we don't believe who our God is. We tend to look at the riches of this world and we, you know, tend to turn our eyes away from God. Who is the real source of the riches? We are going to quickly see some of the scriptures as what Bible talks about his riches. Psalm 24.1 says, Psalm 24.1, The earth is the Lord's and all its fullness, the world and those who dwell therein. The earth is whom? Is? The earth is whom? The earth is the Lord's. Earth belongs to God. And all its fullness, they belong to God. One more scripture, Haggai chapter 2, verse 8. Haggai chapter 2, verse 8. God says, the silver is mine. And the gold is mine, says the Lord of hosts. The silver is mine. You can look at the screen if you don't get time to get onto those scriptures. The silver is mine and the gold is mine. Isn't that precious, gold? Yes, right? Some of us know the value of gold, right? We want to just keep that safe, safe every minute, right? We want to deposit that gold in, in, in safe. Now, I used to tell them, you know, just bring those gold and put it in the offering box, right? <laughs> Let's bring gold and put it in the offering box. Gold is so precious. Silver is so precious. You know, when scripture says the silver is mine and the gold is mine, what exactly it means? All the wealth that are available on this earth, it belongs to God. They belong to God. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. Talk, scripture talks about the Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. The Lord will open to you his good treasure. Our God is having a treasury from where he can take and he can supply. He can give to us. You know, every good gift comes from the Father in heaven. Malachi chapter 3 verse 10 says, Malachi chapter 3 verse 10. God is telling us that bring all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now with this, says the Lord of hosts. And he tells us, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive it. You know, this scripture goes very well hand in hand with what we read from Philippians 4. When we give it to God, God opens the doors of heaven. You know, giving is a practice that we need to practice in our lives. The more we give, God bless us with more. You know, that's how God works. That's how God operates in our lives. So we are talking about the riches of glory. You know, we need to realize the riches or we need to acknowledge who our God is. Our God is the God who has all those riches with him, in him. Secondly, how the riches come to us? By Christ Jesus. By Christ Jesus. It is true that God is rich. But how do we get the rich in our lives? By Christ Jesus. You know, you may have a question. I look at somebody else. He is rich today. And I know that that blessing has not come by Christ Jesus. That blessing has come through some other means. 
We may have questions, but you know what? Scripture gives an answer to those questions. Scripture says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, 1 Timothy chapter 1, sorry, chapter 2, verse 5, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Who is that mediator between God and man? Christ Jesus is the mediator and he is the only one mediator between God and man. We are talking about the God of riches. God has all the richness within him, in him. And how do we get it? We get it by Christ Jesus. And he is the only mediator between God and man. In 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9 talks about, 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor that you through his poverty might become rich. You know Jesus Christ, he was rich because he was with God. He is God himself and he has control over all the riches. Even though he was rich, for our sake he became poor. You know, when Jesus was hanging at the cross, how much gold and silver he was carrying in his hands? Nothing. Nothing. Probably he did not even have a you know, proper cloth on his body. He became poor for us. And scripture says, even though he was rich, he became poor. For what reason? That we, through his poverty, might become rich. You know, the real rich, richness that you and I can experience comes from Lord Jesus Christ. And how do we know? God only, Jesus only can bring that richness in our, rich, in our lives. Scripture says in Proverbs 10.22, Proverbs 10.22, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And he adds no sorrow with it. You know, today we look at the world and we find out many of the richness that people has. Many of the, you know, the different wealth that people carry in their lives as their possessions. But when we look at those wealth, we have a question. But scripture says, only the blessing of the Lord makes one rich. And God does not add sorrow to it. It is true that people are living in wealth. But there, there are so much of sorrow is added in their lives. They may be wealthy in one, one side, but in the other side, they may have a terrible sickness. They may not be able to enjoy or experience the wealth they have under their possession. They may be wealthy in one side, but look at their children. Their children are no more with them. Their children are living in sin and their children are so wicked. All that they have, the wealth is only enough to pay to the lawyers. To deal with the, those cases that children are involved with. That wealth that we look at today, it's a com, you know, it, it is followed, accompanied with so much of sorrow with it. But scripture says, when God makes us rich, he does not add sorrow to it. And that richness in our lives, that wealth in our lives comes through or by Jesus Christ. Christ has given us access to the heavenly richness. That means the heavenly richness cannot be obtained without Jesus Christ. We need Christ. 
And before I close, I can say one more thing about this richness of heaven. All the worldly wealth and the riches are good for this world. They are not good for eternity. Because scripture says one day the whole world is going to be destroyed by fire. Wherever we store our wealth, it's all going to be destroyed by fire. But the richness, the wealth that God gives in our lives, it helps us to live godly. You know, God does not give beyond what we need. If God gives us beyond what we need, we will walk away from God. So God's richness comes in our lives as he feeds us, as he gives us our daily bread. When we talk about prosperity, scripture doesn't really talk about prosperity which really multiplies many fold in our lives. We will have beyond what we can, what we are in need of today. Scripture doesn't talk about the prosperity. Scripture says, as your soul prospers. You know, God's wealth comes in our lives as he prepares us to the eternity. He gives us sufficient what we need so that we live godly. And our lives are prepared for eternity. So that's what scripture says. The richness of God does not stop in this world. It will continue into the eternity. And today, we look at what Paul says to the church in Philippi. As he says, And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. There are two things that we should never forget as we read the scripture. One, number one is acknowledging that our God is a rich God. Knowing that he is having control over all the wealth and richness. And secondly, number two, we should never forget that wealth can come only through Christ Jesus in our lives. Because when we receive it through Jesus Christ, there is no sorrow added to it. When we receive it through Jesus Christ, that wealth will not stop in this world. It will continue into the eternity. And I believe and I pray for my family and my church, that's the wealth we need. We don't need just a wealth which will flow in our lives arbitrarily, just like that from somewhere else. We don't need that wealth. We need that wealth that Christ Jesus can bring from the heavenly riches. Shall we close our eyes and pray? And I believe this evening, God is strengthening us. God is speaking to us. He's encouraging us. There are times in our lives, probably, you know, we would have felt that, Lord, I'm not rich like someone else. I don't have enough strength or enough wealth like someone else. But this evening, maybe God is talking to you. God is giving you an answer. It is true that we are not rich like someone else. But God is telling you, all that you need is you need access to that heavenly richness. And that access you gain through Lord Jesus Christ. Because our God, Heavenly Father, is in control of the whole wealth. He's in control of the whole richness, the silver and the gold. They belong to God. And this evening, as we are going through difficulties in our finances, as we are going through difficulties in, with our debt situation, God is telling you, you will gain access to the richness of heaven by giving. By giving. As the church in Philippi, they were giving. The church in Thessalonica, they were giving to God, giving to Paul for the work, for the kingdom ministry. As we give, as we give little to God, God's scripture word says, God is going to supply all our needs according to his riches. His riches in heaven, that is plenty.
that beyond imagination, beyond measure, it is plenty and God can bless us accordingly. And that blessing can come through Jesus Christ. And all that we need is Christ Jesus in our lives. If we have Christ Jesus in our lives, we have access to the heavenly richness. In Christ Jesus, everything is complete. Everything is found full. All that you need today and night is Jesus in your life. Shall we just carry that Jesus Christ in our lives? Those who are listening to me, can you just call out his name? His name is Jesus. All that you need today is the name of Jesus. Shall we just call out his name? His name is Jesus. Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, come into my life. Jesus, I need access to the heavenly riches, Lord. Come into my life. Just call upon his name wherever you are. God will give you access to that heavenly richness. And once you receive that heavenly richness through Jesus Christ in your life, your death situation will be cancelled. Your finances will be put in place. And God will bless you. And he will provide you what you need. And as scripture says, you will not be a debtor. But in, instead, you will be a giver. You will not buy. But you will not, you, you will not borrow. But you will lend money to someone else all that you need today is Christ Jesus just call him into your life and invite him into your life